The trash that we humans generate has long been a threat to marine environments, especially all the plastic that ends up floating in our oceans. Well, scientists now say there's much more plastic in the seas than previously thought. Sabri Benashur of station WAMU in Washington has our story. In Marvin Gate Park in Washington, D.C., there's a trash trap over the creek here. It skims the surface for floating trash. There's a plastic water bottle, an ice cream container, a potato chip bag, a beer can. All in all, this trap catches about 800 pounds of trash a month. But over almost all the other streams in the area, there are no trash traps. In most streams, trash like this will float into the river. And out into the ocean. And then, maybe, here. This is actually sort of our plastic archive collection. Mary Engels is the science coordinator at the Sea Education Association, or SEA, in Woods Hole, Massachusetts. And she's pulling out boxes of little tins, sort of like shoe polish tins. Each tin has dozens of confetti-like pieces of plastic inside. These samples were taken in the Sargasso Sea to the east of Bermuda. That's about a 1,000 miles out in the Atlantic. The samples are from what's called a subtropical gyre, a giant swirl of calm water near the equator. The Earth has five big ones, each thousands of miles across. The way the planet spins and the currents flow, the gyres end up collecting all kinds of trash. SEA researchers skimmed the surface of the North Atlantic gyre with a meter-wide net for about a mile, and this is what they got. Blues and greens, a lot of white... Opaque pieces that are like sheet plastic. You have some darker pieces as well, some fibers. It's hard to tell by looking at them what these bits once were or where they came from. Polypropylene, which is a lot of fishing gear, lines, nets, uh, clothing is often polypropylene, yogurt containers, uh, polyethylene, which are your plastic bags. And the last is your styrofoam. Gyora Proskurowski is a research scientist at the University of Washington who's worked with SEA. In the North Atlantic, it's almost certain that the sources of plastic are from the United States, Europe, the Gulf, and Caribbean regions. But like I said, there are five big oceanic gyres, and each one sucks in trash from the countries along the surrounding coast. Scientists have known about these giant swirls of trash for years, but Proskurowski says there is probably much more of it than anyone ever thought. I was in the middle of the North Pacific subtropical gyre, and the surface of the ocean was flat calm, and all of a sudden I saw thousands of little tiny pieces of white and blue plastic. And it was like when a photograph comes into focus perfectly and everything just pops out. And as soon as the wind started kicking up, uh, within a half an hour, you could no longer see those plastic pieces. Proskurowski went on to research this, and it turns out the wind was pushing the garbage down, far down. After that, I started doing subsurface tows, where we tow three meters below the surface and five meters below the surface. And in every one of those tows, I collected plastic. There's conflicting research from different oceans, but one recent survey in the Pacific found that the amount of plastic is going way up. Over the last four decades, plastic has increased in the North Pacific by 100 times. Miriam Goldstein is a graduate student who's been part of a research project at Scripps Institution of Oceanography in San Diego. Despite the huge influx, Goldstein says, there is no island of trash. There's this misconception that there's like a big floating garbage that you can see and walk on. But actually, most of the plastic is really small. 
So what, then, is the big deal? We actually think that is probably worse. Because if there was an island, we, it would be easy to fix. We'd just send a barge out there, pick it up, done. The problem is that marine animals and seabirds eat this plastic. Karen Lavender-Law is with the Sea Education Association. She's collaborated with Giora Proskurowski and has seen it firsthand. You know, we brought aboard this beautiful fish, and in the name of science, we dissected it. Uh, in the name of dinner, we filleted it. And, you know, looking inside the gut of this mahi-mahi, there is a piece of plastic sort of gridded material that was probably two by three inches in size. It's worrisome because plastics can gum up an animal's system. Law says they also act like sponges for more harmful persistent pollutants like PCBs, which they then can transfer to animals' fatty tissue. And the plastics themselves can break down into harmful chemicals. There's little data on exactly what all this plastic is doing to ocean-going life, but researcher Giora Proskurowski says... The fact that there's any plastic there at all is what's important. When you're 2,000 miles away from land and you can dip your net in the water and get 200 pieces of plastic. That's, that seems sort of insane to me. It's like going to the very farthest part of the Amazon and seeing plastic bags in every single tree. He says it's something to think about next time you buy something in a plastic bag or toss out a plastic bottle. For The World, I'm Sabri Beneshore. How's all that plastic in our oceans affecting marine ecosystems? The world's Ritu Chatterjee answers that question in her latest science podcast. You can download it at theworld.org slash science.